Hey folks, thanks for stopping in for another episode of Councilcast, episode 6, yeah. I think. Yeah, we're cruising right along here. And uh, just thank you again for everyone who's been listening and, and joining us for this uh, beautiful journey that we've taken into the uh, the mystical, magical world of podcasting. It, it's It's been so much fun, and we thank you all for the ride. Uh, I think the last week's episode had like almost a million downloads. Whoa, that's awesome. <laughs> We're really, get, really getting popular. And then also just wanted to say thanks too. We we had a talk at Nerd Night in Fargo. Uh, for folks who don't live in Fargo or maybe aren't familiar with it who may live here, it's a talk every month, or three talks. Uh, uh, you can volunteer to give a talk every month. They have it over at the Gastro Pub. It's a really great event. You can go and, and learn something and have a drink and it's a lot of fun it's a great great group of people over there so if you haven't been to check it out i'd really recommend it uh and if you were able to come and see us thank you very much if you weren't able to and you're interested we talked just a little bit about some of the uh, things we've been doing and and talked about psychological diagnoses and treatment planning and then we used batman and buffy as uh just case examples and kind of illustrated that process for folks so if you're interested give it a look on youtube um otherwise uh, i'd really encourage you to check it out in the future so, today, Katie, I, Katie, have you ever heard of Star Wars? Uh, <laughs> there's a new movie came out about six months ago uh, called The Force Awakens. I don't, I, I don't know if you. I'm actually shocked it's taken us this long to get to Star Wars because of how much we've talked about it. We do talk about Star Wars a lot, and actually, I think conversations about Star Wars were the impetus for everything that we're doing now with the podcast and blog and everything. So I mean, we even named it Jedi Council. You, that's so a that, really good that point. That is reflecting <laughs> some interest in you, Star Wars. You did come up with the name, uh, so I should have probably known that you'd heard of Star Wars. So <laughs> I apologize for asking. No. Uh, today we just want to talk a little bit about Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, uh, just kind of, well, what did we think about these characters? And, uh, and maybe explore a little bit. Um, more, I mean, Darth Vader, one of the top villains, movie villains of all time, I'm fairly certain. Very popular, um, very cool, um, you know, wears all black. I, very, I like to emulate his style in my own dress. Oh, yeah. Um, and you talk like him, too. And I talk Let's like him, it. too. I, 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 I can do it on command. I, <laughs> there's too much pressure now okay. for our millions of, uh, of listeners. <laughs> it's something to work up to. Uh, maybe next week. So, okay. um, Kylo Ren, Katie, what did you think of him? Well, I I liked Kylo Ren. I mm -hmm. liked Force Awakens overall, but I thought he was very interesting. I thought Adam Driver did a great job playing him, and I thought he demonstrated a lot of true evil, but also some ambivalence mm -hmm. that was somewhat reminiscent of some of Anakin's ambivalence, particularly in this scene, spoilers if you haven't seen it yet, mm -hmm. don't listen anymore, um, where he, before he kills Han. And mm -hmm. so I was pretty surprised that there were a lot of people who disliked his character because I thought it was he was really interesting and I can't wait to learn more about him and his background. I agree completely. I, I also really like the character. Um, maybe my favorite character in The Force Awakens, I actually really liked Kylo Ren. I thought he was really cool. Um, personally felt he was a really complex character. I liked the back and forth and kind of, uh, you know, it, what is he going to do here? I, maybe I, a lot of people that I talked to thought it was kind of choreographed and predictable what was going to happen with Han on the bridge. And that might have been, I might have been just trying to deny it, but I thought it was a great scene that really demonstrated a lot of inner turmoil and conflict. Um, that was also evidenced in the way that he really compared himself to Darth Vader, and he had Darth Vader's helmet, and he talked about, you know, uh, 
grandfather, please, you know, help me, didn't, you know, deny the light, and uh, and I want to finish what you started, and and he really he shows this respect for Darth Vader, and I think it's important to clarify Darth Vader, not Anakin Skywalker, you know, mm-hmm. he that that specific uh, Darth Vader, you know, time or character or you know persona is who he really respects and emulates. Uh, to the point even where he wears a mask of his own, uh, and I think that's another part of that, you know, character where he he has this turmoil and that mask helps him, you know, stay focused and, and distance himself from the outside world and keep, you know, some of the feelings or, or turmoil or emotion that he's experiencing inside. Um, and I think, would you agree that when he, the mask is off, uh, it's almost like he lets loose a lot more, you know, emotionally. He becomes more emotionally labile and. And um, I don't know, I think there's just a lot of interesting characterization that goes on, just kind of comparing Kylo with the mask on and off, and what does the mask mean, and a lot of the symbolism that I think goes into that. Yeah, because with Darth Vader, he needs the mask to breathe mm-hmm. and to live, so it's it's kind of essential to who he is. And with Kylo Ren, he chooses to wear that stuff. He has a very flashy lightsaber, more mm-hmm. so than other lightsabers that we've seen. So it to me... I did get this sense of an insecurity that made it so I have to outwardly show how evil I am and kind of block myself off in my vulnerability. That was the sense that I got from everything he was doing to kind of show how powerful he was. Well, I agree completely. I like that you brought up the lightsaber, too, because I know, and I think we'll get into a little bit of the specific criticisms um, of Kylo Ren, but I think that's one that I noticed, too. He kind of has a goofy lightsaber. Um, one thing that I, I, I mean, I love the lightsaber, and I think that lightsabers in the Star Wars universe are very symbolic and very uh, personal objects for the people who wield them, and I think that his lightsaber is very analogous to his personality in that um, it was really raw, it crackled mm-hmm. a lot, it looked, you know, um, it wasn't refined, and I think that's um, very consistent with Kylo. He's very powerful. Um, but he's not refined yet. He still doesn't have perfect control over his his powers and his uh, wielding the way that he wields the force. He doesn't have perfect control over that yet, or you know his own emotions and his own motives. He's still kind of figuring it all out. So I thought that the lightsaber was really cool and fit well with the character in my mind. It does. It seems like his emotions are really intense and he can be reactive that way. Whereas you, if you compare that to Darth Vader, who just at most time, very calculated, mm-hmm. very fully confident in what he was doing, and just very thoughtful in, in terms of planning and, and destroying that way. Whereas it seems like Kylo Ren, you see these frustrations when things don't go his way. I think that some people even refer to them kind of like tantrums. Mm-hmm. But to me, that, that even humanizes him even more and shows that if he was truly evil and confident in himself, he wouldn't have these strong emotional overreactions when things don't go his way. No, I agree completely. I think it's a great point, and and uh, I think you're spot on with the uh, conceptualization of Darth Vader. In that, you know, I he is he's very cool, calculated, uh, and fully confident in himself. Um, in the Darth Vader comic series, uh, currently through Marvel, that's coming to an end very recently or very soon here in the future, I think, or maybe recently did. Um, there's some really cool scenes of Darth Vader taking on tons of you know, rebel troops on his own, or one very specific frame I remember is Darth Vader flies alone into an ambush of X-Wing fighters flown by rebels, and uh, over the comm someone tells him, oh, it's an ambush, you need to get out of here, and he just goes, I'm a Dark Lord of the Sith, they are the ones who should be running, and it's like this, just 
complete confidence in himself and also in the Force, I think. So it is an interesting dichotomy between the two characters where Kylo is also powerful and, you know, in the movies he demonstrates quite a quite a handle over the Force, you know, when he blocks the blaster bolt shot by Poe. Um, I mean, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. So certainly a powerful character, and I'm really interested to see how he develops um, over the next few movies. Yeah, it, it seems like... He's trying to prove himself mm -hmm. more, you know, trying to show people, hey, I'm I'm really evil and I can do all these things and you should fear me. Whereas Darth Vader just kind of he does that through his behavior. He's not he's not trying to add any flashiness to it. He just does it, it seems like. And it's not so much to get other people's positive regard, where it does seem like there's an element of that from Kylo Ren that mm -hmm. see, proving to Snoke, yes, I can really do this. I can take out my father and all, all that other stuff. It seems like he, there, there's less confidence that, and some of that might be the age difference, or it could be other factors related to it. I'm not, I'm not sure, but it'll be interesting to see how that develops more. Absolutely. So really quickly, what kind of uh, psychological symptoms do we see with Kylo? Just because. Wait, we, I guess I don't think we've talked about psychology today and just kind of bringing it together. So, um, just off the top of my head, uh, certainly some, maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe low self-esteem? Maybe, certainly not certain of himself. I don't know if low self-esteem is the right word, but maybe definitely... Maybe like a, I think it's sometimes called contingent self-esteem mm -hmm. or unstable self-esteem. Sure, oh, maybe, absolutely, yeah. Because it seems like at some points, yeah, he does seem to not have that confidence and it does mm -hmm. seem like low self-esteem, but other times he seems to really have high regard for himself, yes. frankly too high, mm -hmm. and so it is this kind of instability. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, certainly some, you know, poor emotion regulation. Oh, yeah. Uh, did not seem to to exhibit any positive coping skills. Yeah. Uh, emotional ability. Um, yeah, just you know, a lot of extreme emotions. So certainly some some things related to emotions and and just kind of being all over the board in that way. It is, and you see this. He wants to have this power, but he also really defers to Snoke, and mm -hmm. so there's this interesting. Which you, we did see some of that with Darth Vader too, mm -hmm. and so it's. I'm not sure what's what's driving him basically. If it's if it is power, if you know, it, it'll be cool to hear the backstory. Absolutely, on. yeah. I I know there is at least one, maybe a couple novels out. I can't remember that take place before a Force Awakens that I think, um, kind of outline the uh, earlier stages a little bit. I think I haven't read them or I haven't had time yet, but I would like to at some point. So, but yeah, it will be really fun to see what happens in the upcoming movies. So I think the next thing that we might do, uh, kind of giving you our thoughts and our background, is uh, take to the uh, the world's greatest uh, resource and uh, source of critics and go online and see what are people saying about Kylo Ren and uh, and how would we respond? Just because I my sense is, and I don't know if you've kind of picked up on this as well, but my sense is that people don't really like Kylo Ren that much. It's a little mixed, but I get I, my sense is that the majority are on the fence or don't like him. Yeah, it seems like I saw articles or comments or people posting things about not liking him and also just saying that they felt that he was whiny and that maybe that's why that Saturday Night Live sketch, which is perfect if you haven't seen oh, it, yes. see it, it's um, Undercover Boss and Kylo Ren. That's what it's called, right, I think? Yep, absolutely, so, yep. Um, even that, it seems like it was making fun of some of the comments people were saying by exaggerating some of the characteristics that people didn't like about kind of being conceited and overreacting when people say negative things to him. So, anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. 
So uh, I think this is a great jumping off point here. I'm over here on Cinema Blend uh, with none other. A, a comment I down here in the comment section. Uh, the article is J.J. Uh, Abrams clears up huge misconception about Star Wars villain Kylo Ren, and just I want to I want to get the sense of the people. So I'm down here in the comment section, and I want to talk to the people. And <laughs> my personal way of talking is to read their internet comments and not interact in any way. Yes. So here we have uh, a jumping off point. Uh, Trollius Maximus, uh, ten months ago. Um, just to give you a visual, he has his profile picture here. He looks exactly like Wario <laughs> from from the Super Mario Brothers universe. Uh, Trollius Maximus asks, uh, who, is who is Kylo Ren? With quotations yes. around the Kylo Ren. Yep. He's not even like, dignified. Nope. That's his real name. Who is quote-unquote Kylo Ren? <laughs> I only know fluorescent tube with Bunsen burners <laughs> attached, man. So, certainly, uh, he, he doesn't... I don't know if he didn't see the movie uh, or if he saw a different movie, but it's certainly a call-out to the uh, lightsaber, a.k.a. fluorescent tube with Bunsen burners attached. Bolded, we should Bolded. say. Bolded. <laughs> he's really... He's pushing the point. He's pushing it all, all the way home. So The thing I don't get is that after that, there's there are ellipses and then a question mark <laughs> in parentheses. What do you think that indicates or is supposed to communicate to well, us? Well, you know, I've... Uh, I've got seven years of education, and I just need a few more. <laughs> I need a few more years to really sort out what is the what's the underlying message here. What is the inner mind of Trollius what, Maximus trying to communicate? I'm not sure. And I, uh, maybe the bigger question is, can it? Can we ever know? I don't can think we, so. Trollius Maximus, he's <laughs> he's a uh, he's on a league of his own. So, uh. Other good comments, um, another great, uh, well, another article over here, uh, The Good, the Bad of Kylo Ren. Um, this is something else, uh, this is a kind of a pattern I've seen, um, and this person writes, I also think the writers had Ren reveal himself way too soon. Um, it was about halfway through the movie, if mm -hmm. I'm remembering right. In the presence of Ray, so that seems yep. very significant. Yep. In good the, time to me. Absolutely. So... I'm not sure I follow that logic, but maybe even more importantly, uh, they also go on to say, it's hard to take him as serious once you realize the guy is giving you, uh, once you realize the guy giving you the death grip is too sexy for himself. <laughs> what does that mean? What does, I was going to ask you and I was really hoping you knew because I don't. Um, what does it mean to be too sexy for yourself? This this isn't a phrase I'm familiar <laughs> with or... or in any way. Um, like, I can't understand if that means that Kylo Ren is too good-looking or feels that he's too good-looking, and neither one I don't think applies, but I don't even get the intention of the comment. I, I'm really trying to understand. I'm trying, I'm trying as well, and it, I don't, I, I'm, have, I'm usually almost never speechless, but I'm speechless <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm just, I've reread this. I want to read it one more time just to make sure the listeners are following here. It's hard to take him as serious once you realize the guy giving you the death grip is too sexy for himself. Hmm. I've never been death gripped before. <laughs> I'm putting my, my, I'm taking an empathic approach here and thinking about if someone was being death gripped or if I was being death gripped, I wouldn't really be worried about 
how attractive the person was, there are bigger problems at <laughs> like hand. Breathing, for example. Breathing, yeah, for example. That comes to mind. It, it comes right to mind. So I'm wondering about that. I don't, I don't know if I follow it. And the weird thing is, didn't a lot. There have been so many comments on how Kylo Ren looks with his mask off. Oh, so yeah. people obviously care a lot about this, which I find unusual. I kind of get the idea that you want to be somewhat believable that. It's Leia and Han's son. Okay, fine, I get that. Mm -hmm. But then to comment on his face being... I mean, some people oh, yeah. called him funny looking. It's that's... its fun to pretend that that's not a real human, mm -hmm. I guess, who has feelings. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's interesting. I, I think... I'm not sure if you saw this as well, but um, uh, Princess Leia... When, Carrie, Carrie Fisher also received some feedback based on her looks uh, in the film as well, and she responded I really in a wonderful way and basically really just shot those people down and said, yeah, I, I've aged. Go figure. It's been decades since the first movie. I just admire her so much. Oh, she's absolutely. Just, she's just fantastic. Mm -hmm. it, is, it is an interesting thing, though, how uh, the looks really dictates the character so much. You kind of get... Why Hollywood, you know, they argue, there's been a lot of argument about casting and roles and casting the right star so that the movie makes money. And most people say that's ridiculous and you should be more diverse in your thinking and, and who you're casting. But according to the internet sample we've been looking at, people are really analyzing this stuff oh, yeah. more so than I would ever think to. Absolutely. Absolutely. So our next comment here on the same article uh, reads, In a battle between good and evil... We need to see some of his good, since we already saw plenty of his evil. And this is another pattern that we saw. Uh, earlier, you might remember, uh, faithful listener, that I described <laughs> Kylo Ren as being complex. I've seen a lot of people say that otherwise, that he's really not a complex character. And I'm wondering if they saw a different movie. Yeah. That, it makes, it seems... that honestly makes more sense to me than him not being complex enough. Like, yes, there's more to the story, but I think that in Force Awakens there's enough of an implication that there is more story, that it's Absolutely. not just this like superficial guy who's just doing something bad because he feels like it and has no real reason for it. Oh, absolutely. And, and we do see some back and forth, and he's not sure what to do, and he's being torn apart. He literally says that. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's obviously some turmoil and some conflict. Are they going to uh, spoon-feed us all the plot and everything right now? Well, no. There's two more movies coming. Yeah, you know, buckle up. We're gonna get some more story. I... Yeah, and also the the mask was taken off too soon, but his entire backstory and history of good or evil that should have just been out there immediately. I, I, I don't I don't get it. It's this is from the Huffington Post. Huffington yeah, Post, huh. yeah, article uh, written by Josh Adams, The Good, the Bad of Kyle If you're listening, Josh, yeah, which surely you are, one mm -hmm. of the million people listening mm -hmm. to this. Send us an email or so, comment, because I want to understand a little bit absolutely. better. Absolutely. I'm struggling yep, here. We'd love to get you on the horn. I'd love <laughs> to talk about this uh, live on the air. So uh, further comments from Josh. Let me just do a, Okay, that's about the end of Josh's. So next, I thought this was a fun one, too. Um, and this this is, you know, Josh M's maybe a well-known critic. I, I'm not familiar with his work, but I'm sure he's doing a great job. But I want to get down to the people. Like I said before, I want to get down to the, the everyday, average uh, average Joe and Jane who are thinking about Star Wars. So here we've got um, here we've got Andy Lee, and I can't pronounce his last name. Mm, not sure. And I'm actually not even sure how you pronounce the name of this website. Are you, Katie? 
Quora? Quora? It's, it seems to be basically Yahoo Answers, <laughs> <laughs> but not on Yahoo. So here, the question, the topic, was anyone else disappointed in Kylo Ren? Uh, Sub-question, did Kylo Ren's face kind of ruin the movie for anyone? Yes, sub-question. Thank you for pointing that out. I missed that. So first here we have Andy Lee, uh, Credentials Movie Appraiser. Um, I don't. That's all it says. I don't, I'm not familiar with his work, but uh, he is the most viewed writer in the Kylo Ren topic zone. So 21.4 thousand views. He's, he's catching up to us. Mm -hmm. So one thing that we have right here... Uh, Andy says, Kylo walks into the torture room. His prisoner has escaped. Kylo, quote-unquote, unsheaths his saber and dot, 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 and then in capital bold, throws a temper tantrum like a baby with a sword that cuts through almost everything. I, yep, yep, he's got it. Uh, so, I don't know. So, then he goes on to comment, stormtroopers walk by and look at each other like babies throwing a temper tantrum again and just walk away. And, uh, I, I've, I don't have any children. I've never had a baby. But I can't imagine they wield lightsabers and, and cut apart communication. Well, it's a very odd, like the tantrum I get, maybe mm -hmm. if it's a toddler, maybe sure. I'd maybe be on board. A... Baby's a little too young for that. And, a... I, and I don't get what it is. It's not like there's not a development in terms of thinking. I'm, I'm not really sure. I don't get why this is a criticism. It's consistent yeah. with the character. Uh, it makes. It, I mean, this is a guy who's experiencing this extreme, intense emotion. Who it was really evident that we don't know exactly why. But do you remember the scene where one of the uh, soldiers or communication people or someone mentions there was a girl, and Kylo forced pulls him all the way over and says, "What girl?" Mm -hmm. It's obvious that Ray is somehow important to Kylo. We don't know why yet, and now she's gone. And so, yeah, he's mad. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, if I had a lightsaber right now, I would have a temper tantrum from reading his comments. And I don't even get... Then there would be criticism of me, I imagine. So it's an interesting... By other movie appraisers. By other movie appraisers. Well, I mean, that's... You were talking... We were talking about symptoms since we wanted to include some psychology yes. in the podcast. Um, and there's certainly impulse control problems here, especially when upset, right? That, But that's... That's part of the interest of the character is that when you're supposed to be one with the Force, whether you're on the dark side or the light side, you're supposed to be kind of emotionally detached or aware of your emotions, maybe detached is too strong, and not act according to them. So I think that's actually part of what makes Kylo Ren and Anakin Skywalker both relatable, is that they are very clearly influenced by their emotions. It's, yeah, it's an interesting point. Ah. Uh. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting weak here. I'm getting physically ill from reading these comments. But I do have, here we have J.B. Michael. Uh, J.B. Michael O., I'm sorry, whose credentials include being a visionary film producer and inspirational lecturer and business developer. Uh, J.B. says, he is, he is. Uh, J.B. says, uh, he comments a little bit here. I'm just grabbing out tidbits out of context to make my point. Uh, as for any good arguments... Uh, I myself was also disappointed with how he looked the moment he took off his mask. I mean, Kylo Ren really looked like an immature kid who seems to be trying hard to please Supreme Leader. More focus on the the actual physical face of Adam Driver. I'd... And the kid thing. Isn't Adam Driver in his 30s? He is. I don't get it. So that's 
That's an unusual type comment. I mean, did they just want Darth Vader recreated? I don't... And on the flip side of that, too many people felt like the film mirrored A New Hope too much. So I don't get how can you how, can you make movies that are enjoyed anymore, except for if you're a a, a, a Marvel fan, I guess. I need to <laughs> be less biased against Marvel. Well, you did speak. I did kindly about their Darth Vader series. I did. Series, they did so have very nice you, Darth Vader you, comments. You did that. Stan Lee, if you're listening, you can call uh, <laughs> call our hotline as well. I'm happy to talk to you. Uh, JB Michael O goes on to say uh, that you know it made a little more sense towards the end, and if there's a little bit of redemption, but the his comment here feels backhanded, and I'd like to read it to you. Uh, at least killing his own father at the end of the movie did strike me with uh, surprise, and he has the thought. A baby face like that could actually kill his own father. I... By the way, I just looked this up, and Adam Driver is 32. 32, so in, in his 30s. Yeah, and it didn't seem like they made him look not like how he usually looked. But here's a question I that I am very curious, JB and others who've made these comments, is what... What's the right way for Kylo Ren to look without the mask up? Like, I'm not asking that antagonistically. I'm just very curious what the appropriate accompanying face would be in their minds. I'm just trying to understand that. Absolutely. It It's certainly interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a lot... Uh, what... So I think one, I can't find this comment again, but one person said that apparently evil characters aren't supposed to look so clean-cut and normal. Mm. They should be uh, menacing and, and large to match their power. I, it's kind of what they thought. Um, in, in the kind of in extension here, uh, Lorenz Gables, whose credentials were that he saw the movie, mm. <laughs> goes on to say... At first, he was impressed, so we're starting good here. He comments on the voice, the outfit, and the display of power. Then things took a turn for the worse, and he goes on to say, Then he took off his mask, and I was shocked at how normal he looked. Pouty, with a bigger nose than I expected, and just not evil-looking. Not disfigured or sinister, as we've come to expect of the Sith. Do you remember Count Dooku? Mm -hmm. Certainly not disfigured, uh, not sinister. Mm -mm. Um, yeah. I mean... It seems like that's a real specific expectation if you're thinking about someone's nose size going into it. I mean, I that is like beyond anything that I've heard before. That that is really strange. Absolutely, it it's different and it's not my favorite. Okay, so we're we're kind of running out of time here. I'd like to just wrap up with one more comment, if okay. you don't mind, Katie, sure. uh, by none other than Ryan Bennett, uh, credentials creator of stuff. Mm. So Ryan says. Uh, yep, I was incredibly disappointed. At first, Kylo Ren seemed like a really cool, ruthless villain with unrivaled abilities. Then, once he took off his mask, it seemed like he was about to pee his pants at every moment. I, I don't know. I just don't know. I, Ryan, if, if you're if you're listening, I'd love to just give us a call. Uh, hit me up on Facebook because I don't remember. I saw the movie three times in theaters, and I don't remember thinking that Kylo was going to pee his pants <laughs> at any moment, much less at every moment. So that had not occurred to me. I think there's it's a rich uh, area of debate, and I'd just love <laughs> to really talk it through. Um, fair listeners, what did you think of Kylo Ren? Leave a comment, uh, leave a message, leave a tweet, send a letter, whatever you need to do. I'd love to hear about it. 
and uh, and thanks so much for listening in. Uh, we really appreciate everyone who's been so kind to to listen in and give us some feedback. Um, if you're enjoying the show, uh, tell us what you like. Tell us what we could add. Tell us what you want to hear us talking about. Uh, we love to talk, and we, we love to talk about this sort of stuff. So. Tell us which side you're on. Is Was Kylo Ren too good-looking when his mask was off or not good-looking <laughs> enough? It's yes. really important to it's solve It's really it. important. Uh, you know, as psychologists, we're tackling the big problems, <laughs> and, and this is where we're starting. So uh, give us a like on Facebook, follow on Twitter, uh, and let us know. Do you want to see us write about someone? Do you want to hear us talk about something? Uh, just let us know. And thanks so much for listening. Thank in. you. Yep.